Throughout the month of July, V1 Church is doing a deep dive into the book of Proverbs. Welcome to Proverbs chapter 6 with Pastor Kiel and our friend Jax. Hey guys, Pastor Kiel here. I'm here with Jax and we're going to discuss Proverbs 6. So in the month of July, we're going through all of the Proverbs. And since today is the sixth day, um, we're going to be discussing Proverbs 6. And I'm really excited because it's so meaty. There are a bunch of different sections. We're going to zero in on a couple. Um, But first, Jax had some really cool insight about Proverbs and the Bible in general. You want to share that with us, Jax? Sure. Hey, everybody. Um, I was just telling Pastor Kiel about, uh, even though I've been in church my entire life, I always thought that the Bible was going to be, was a burdensome book of rules. There were more things I was going to have to do because I'm so horrible. Oh my gosh, it was going to be so constraining. And then when I got wiser, a little older, I started to realize that the Bible is really a guide to how to live a happy life. And I think that Proverbs is is a big portion of that. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it cool how God, I mean, he, he took a bunch of like really messed up people and he said, we're going to take all the things that I've taught them and put it into one book. And it's like a gift to us because the world teaches us something that's so different from this, but the Bible teaches us like God's way. I love that. That's such a good insight. How to live a happy life. If we could, if we could name Proverbs, give it like a new name, we could call it how to live a happy life. Right. And certainly, I'm, I'm sure I won't be the only one, that things in Proverbs are things that probably your parents told you anyway, or older, wiser people in your life told you, but you didn't connect it at the time. But it's it's irrefutable. Yeah. Yeah. It's irrefutable. That's right. So um, we were just chatting a little bit, and we were talking about some of the different sections, and it would be impossible to be able to get through all of this in a few short minutes because there's so much meat in this. So I just encourage you all to make sure that as we're going through this series, you're going back and you're reading the full chapter because we're not going to get to discuss the full chapter. Um, So I I love this section. Um, There's a little section where um, it talks about being lazy. And in starting in verse 10, it says, a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. And poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man. So, geez. That's a little frightening, isn't it? But I will say uh, there have been times in my life and maybe yours and maybe some of the people that are listening where you're going along and you know you're not doing the right thing and you know there's things that you should attend to and you kind of ignore it. Then all of a sudden, bam, some area that you didn't attend to and you didn't see it coming and it turns out to be like an implosion in your life. I think that's when they're talking about the calamity. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to pay attention to all things. I mean, yeah. What do you think? Yeah. So I, I, um, I was thinking about something I've been thinking a lot about lately is money. Because um, as I move, you know, on with my life and my business grows and my finances grow, I've been thinking about how do I use it wisely? How do I invest it more shrewdly? I've been studying it and I've been reading books. And um, so the thing that that caught my eye is that essentially what he's saying is laziness, you know, uh, the Bible talks about rest. So sleeping is not something that God's telling us not to do, obviously. But if you read it in the context of the other scriptures, what he's saying is that laziness actually brings upon 
poverty. And so if you feel like you're in a situation in your life where you can't get ahead financially, you might want to think about how um, there are areas of your life that you're maybe not tending to, not being attentive to those areas. And they're being, like you said, they're kind of being stolen from because we're not stewarding them well. No, no. And I, I always admire people that I was also, I wasn't really raised to deal with my money. Um, although my mom was very much about saving, but I mean, even to, to get more money from the money that you have, all that kind of stuff. I was just like, oh, that's not for girls. I can't understand. You know, right. it's too but then you get older and you realize you really need to pay attention to your money. Mm-hmm. And if we go back a little bit at verse six, when he talks about the ant, I think this is so interesting because ants, don't have a general telling them what to do. But everybody has seen ants, right? They're always going somewhere, lifting up heavy things, carrying things. I don't think that you, if you work like an ant works, which is not being told what to do, being self-motivated, um, being independent, figuring out what has to be done and doing it, you are going to be a success. I don't think that anybody can name anyone that works like that, that is fails. Yeah. It's, just, it's just not the law of God or the law of nature or, you know, it, it's like an immutable thing. Yeah. If you work hard, you will be a success. Maybe not day one, but if you combine working hard with stewarding your money well, isn't yeah. that, is that, that, that's a recipe for success, right? Totally. And you know what, if you read all, I've been reading a lot of books by, you know, um, in people who teach about investments and stuff like that. And the one thing they say is like, this is not a get rich quick scheme. It's slow and steady. It's just stewardship. It's really stewardship. And I think that's what he's talking about here. Um, and one of the things, so what um, what Jax was talking about is starting in verse six, where it talks about basically that ants figure out how to steward their time and their energy well, even though they have no one bossing them around. But we have God and we have our the authority of our pastors and our leaders and our bosses if we have a job. Um, and, and so if a, an ant can be self-motivated, so can we, we shouldn't have to be told what to do all the time in order to keep going forward. We have to take some initiative and move forward. And I think that, you know, the beauty of the Proverbs is that it's, you know, Solomon was considered one of the wisest people to ever live on the face of the earth. And he's also considered one of the richest, not that we're all about getting rich here, but there's something to be said about that, right? Right. You know what? There was one other point I wanted to make about that, which I forgot, but I just remembered, which was how the ants aren't told what to do. So listen, I've had jobs where I went in the morning, you know, signed in, checked in, and cheesed all day because nobody was watching me. And everybody mm-hmm. probably has done this at some yeah. point. But then when you get older and wiser, you don't need a babysitter. You are working for that company like it's your own money and it's your own pocketbook. And I find that, of course, it's easier when you're passionate about what you're doing. But we can't always be passionate about every job. But the successful person is the one that goes in and works, not tries to, like, get out of work or find ways around work, goes in and does the work. And that person is certainly, I know as a boss, when I see someone like that, I'm promoting them, I'm doing something for them. That person's going to be a success. You shouldn't need um, someone on your back or telling you what to do when you're a grown up to get your work done. And as long as you're being paid, right? So what's the integrity move to do the job? Yeah, that's good. That's really good. And I think, you know, it, um, I'm sure that um, Peter 
didn't like fishing and you know, they didn't like the disciples the, the didn't like making tents and they didn't like working with their hands, but they did it. And the scripture Paul teaches in that scripture that's unto the Lord, like no matter what. And you would see even see that because they were faithful in the things that the Lord gave them in order to make money, he would bless them by doing miracles even through those things. Right, right. That's what it's all about. I agree. And I think it's it's interesting because I wasn't planning on going in this direction when we started the conversation, but I love that it did go in this direction because I think that there are so many of us that are trying to get the easy way out. They are We're, we're trying to get um, as much as we can for as little amount of work. And I think to some degree, if you can systematize things and streamline things to make your life a little easier, great. But the Lord likes hard work. I mean, that's why he gives us a day of rest because we need it after a week of work. Right. Um, and so if you're, if you're just coming, maybe coming into the work field, you want to remember that Stuart, I've done it too, Jax, totally done it where I've had jobs and I've like taken advantage of the time and, you know, gotten by, by the skin of my teeth. And when I look back there, I, my heart grieves that I didn't take myself more seriously. Right, because, because really, it's about you. It's right. not about the job. And well, I don't like donuts, so why should I pay any attention to making donuts? But that's not the reflection, right? The reflection on is on who you are. Mm-hmm. You're accepting money for fulfilling a role, yeah. and your integrity is what makes you do the work. Right. Not how much you care about the boss was mean. My coworker's a jerk. I'm not doing anything today. All that is going to lead you nowhere and you're never going to rise above that as long as that's what's controlling your actions on the job, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. It's about character. Like, um, it. At, in addition to um, pastoring, I'm also a counselor. And one of the things that I talk to people a lot about is um, what kind of person do you want to be? You have to let that define you. Like, what does God say about you? And then what kind of person do you want to be to the world? What kind of impact do you want to lead? Uh, leave to the world. And if we don't live with integrity and character, then we don't leave an impact. If we don't steward our time and money well, then we can't leave an impact. I mean, it's all about how are we going to take the little things that God gave us and multiply them um, until they actually leave an impact, an eternal impact, right? Right. And, and whether you like your job and you, you know, maybe you're in college and you're going to be, say, a doctor, but meanwhile, you're working with the donuts. However you act when you're making donuts is that's the kind of physician you're going to be as well. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what the end point is. What is the um, saying about he is faithful with the small, right? So uh-huh. be faithful with the small works that you're assigned to. And that's how you get bigger works. Yeah, that's really good. Um, so I think that um, we're going to end there, but I do want to give everyone a couple of other tips. We discussed that we um, we were definitely drawn in by verses 16 to 19, where it talks about the things that the Lord hates. Um, I think you, when you're reading through the scripture today, you should pay attention to that. And then um, verse 20 to, um, I think like 23. Four. 23. It talks about um, uh, keeping your father's commands. And, you know, some of you may not have a father. Some of you may not have parents that um, have taught you in the ways of God. And so if that's the case, your father is God. Your fathers and mothers are your pastors and your leaders at church. So just, um, you know, if 
if something doesn't apply to you directly, there's a way that it applies to you um, in another way. So just take what it says, apply it to your life. And like Jack said, it's the key to living a happy life. So we hope that's helpful. We'll see you guys again tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.